Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a ministry of Crossview Church with Pastor Kevin Hardcastle. So we're in our second week of the series. Last week, uh, we talked about the weary world rejoices in the fact that Jesus Christ had come. Today, we're going to look at this song that you heard, the opening song, O Come All Ye Faithful. As many of you know this as, oh, come, let us adore him, because that seems to be kind of the focus of really the song. But the song is actually titled, oh, come, all ye faithful. It was written originally in Latin in the 18th century, and it was translated around 1841 uh, by a man named Frederick Oakley, and he translated it into what we know of today as, oh, come, all ye faithful. And the, the, the great thing about the song, it says, O come, all ye faithful, lyrics go. What does it say? Say it with me. O come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. What powerful words, but in these words that I read up here, I get very challenged by the very first line. The very first line seems to challenge me as a person of faith, because it says, Oh, come all ye faithful. That's a challenge. Oh, come all joyful. That can be a challenge at times. Oh, come all the triumphant. I don't know about you, but in our day and time in which we live, I don't feel very triumphant at times. And so this song challenges us in where we walk. It says, oh, come all ye faithful. I don't know about you, but there have been times that God has asked me to do something or God has challenged me to do something, and I haven't not proved myself faithful. Anybody else ever been there, haven't proven myself faithful by God? Yeah? Only four of us? Good. Everybody else is in perfect company. I have been challenged at times, and I haven't found myself so much faithful at times. I found my faith to be tested, and when my faith is tested, I find myself at times to be discouraged and at times to be even downhearted. I find myself at times in life, whenever we get hit by something big, we get by, hit by something major, that my faith can sometimes teeter and come sometimes is stressed and strained. It says, come the triumphant. In our world today, it's hard to find any victory. It's hard to find any success, anything that really says that you have accomplished it. In our world today, in a very digital world, it's hard to navigate what does victory or what does triumphant really mean. Joyful. Oh, come, all the joyful. In a world full of pain and heartache, in a world full of suffering, in a world full of even death in our day and time in which we live, in a world full of chaos and a pandemic-stricken world, 
It's hard to find joy. A lot of reasons why we can look around and not have joy. We look around and we don't have joy because maybe uh, a downsizing of a job or maybe the lockdowns have kind of drained your joy. Or, or maybe today it's a family member that has passed away around this time and every Christmas it struggles, you struggle with it and the memories come up and it kind of sucks away your joy. Or, you know, here's a big one. They canceled Charlie Brown on the network TV. I mean, that's not, that's, that's takes away your joy, you know. But see, Jesus, he calls all of us. Not one of us here today are left without the calling. You've all been called by Christ. You've all been called to something greater in Christ. Who does Jesus call? Jesus, first off, if you're taking notes, write this down in your notes. Jesus calls the weary and the burden. Jesus calls the weary and the burden. Turn to your neighbor and say, the weary. Turn to someone else and say, the burdened. The weary and the burden. Jesus calls all of us to greater places. Here's what uh, the scripture says in uh, chapter, Matthew chapter 1. I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 11. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. And what will he do? He will what? Give us rest. This is, not, this is not a hope. This is not cross your fingers. I hope he does it. This is a promise from God. Come to me. If you're weary, come to me. If you're burdened, come to me. If you're stressed out, come to me. Come to me. And what he will do, he will give you rest. rest. He'll give you peace. He'll quiet your soul. He'll still your life, and he will give you rest. So Jesus, number one, he calls the weary and the burden. The second group of people that he calls, Jesus calls the sinners. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're a sinner. Oh, didn't that feel good? Feel good. <laughs> feel good to tell your husband you're a sinner. I know. We're all sinners. We're all of us are sinners. Every single one of us. I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. Dr. Pepper, you say, I'm a pepper, you're a pepper, would you like to be a pepper too? We don't want to say, I'm a sinner, you're a sinner, wouldn't you like to be a sinner too? Because we already are, right? We already are sinners. We're all in the same boat. Jesus calls the sinner. Here's what he says. On hearing this, Jesus said, I did not come to those who need a doctor, but to the sick. For I have not come for the righteous, but I have come for the sinners. Jesus came for the sinners. Aren't you thankful for that today? I am so thankful that Jesus did not come, and nor today does he look for perfection. Because if he is, he ain't even looking my way. Right? He's not looking your way. He's not looking anywhere. Because there's none of us are perfect. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, according to Romans. And Romans says that because we have sinned, because we have fallen short... The result is our destiny, our future because of our sin is death. That we are dead people walking. You've seen dead men walking or night of, what is it called, that TV walking show? Dead. The Walking Dead, you've seen that? We're the walking dead. Because we are dead people until Christ comes and brings us life. And then we're forever changed. Really, this, 
this, go back to those lyrics if you guys would. Those lyrics really shouldn't be, Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful, and triumphant. Really, those lyrics should read as this, Oh, come all ye sinners, you weary and you burdened. Come on. Because really, that's where we're at. Are you guys hearing me? I don't feel at times faithful. I don't feel at times joyful. And there are times I don't feel triumphant. So this song doesn't really speak to me because I feel a sinner. I feel weary and I feel at times burdened. So when I come to Christ, I don't feel like I can come joyful or triumphant because life has hit me hard. But here's the good news. The good news is, while yes, we are sinners, and while yes, we are weary, and yes, we are totally burdened and totally overwhelmed by life, the good news is Jesus might see us and find us where we're at, but he doesn't leave us where we're at. Can someone say amen? Thank you, Jesus, right? He doesn't leave us in the weary. He doesn't leave us the broken and the burden. He doesn't leave us as sinners, but he does something and transforms our lives and does something miraculous. Here's what uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, he says, If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has gone. And what? The new has come. The old sinner the old weary, the old burdened person that I am is gone, and the new has come. I know my old. You know your old. I know my old person. I know my old life. I know the things that I used to do, the things I used to say, the ways I used to talk. I know my thoughts that used to be. And the temptation that the thoughts would still try to come back. I know who I was, the old. And now I know, because of Christ, the new. The new, the new has come. And when Jesus comes into our life, and when Jesus transforms us, and when Jesus is introduced in the world on that little faithful night many years ago, the little baby that was born, it was bigger than just a child born in a manger with some shepherds and some wise men. It was bigger than angels singing in the fields. It was bigger than what even mankind could ever know because this child, this baby, this Jesus was going to change the world. When Jesus comes, he helps us where we lack to be something better. So I want to give you three thoughts today before you leave. Three thoughts of what Jesus helps us do. That, that opening line says, Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. I wanted to, to teach you today or tell you today, Jesus helps us become more faithful. Jesus helps us to become more joyful. Jesus helps us to become more triumphant. Number one, Jesus helps us to become more faithful. Here's what Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 says. Let us fix our eyes upon Jesus. Say it with me. The what? The author and the perfecter of our faith. He's the author. What does an author do? An author writes a novel, writes a story, chapters and lines and sentences and paragraphs, and they construct a beautiful story. Are the characters in the book, are they the author? No, they are just the players that the author is writing about to tell a story about. We are the players. He is the author. And let me tell you something. 
The story he writes is beautiful. The story he writes is tragic. And the story he writes always points straight to him. Not to us. It's not our story. It's his story. It's what he's writing about us. He's the author and the perfecter. Even another verse, another translation says, the finisher of our faith. He finishes it from book end to book end. From the first word written to the last word written, he is the author and the finisher of faith. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says this. So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by what? Hearing by the what? The word of Christ, or the word of God. How do we get faith? How do we become more faithful? We read God's word. So when life hits us, and when we get, rock, we get rocked by world, and we get hit hard, and we get smacked, and we get beaten down, it's his word that rises up inside of us to give us stability and give us sustained life inside of us. If the word isn't in you, it can't sustain you. If you don't have the word of God in your spirit, in your soul, the enemy will twist all kinds of things and tell you lots of lies that are not true. And then you will find yourself less faithful. This is God's holy Bible. It's his holy word. This says all scripture is God breathed. If you on a daily basis are not getting into this, you will find instability and unfaithfulness in all areas of your life. Inconsistencies, highs and lows, ups and downs. Life is, let me tell you something, life is unstable enough. You cannot go a day without his word in you. This past week I sent out a, a text to, to you. If you didn't get it, we're going to do it again this, Sunday, this Monday. I'll send it out again tomorrow. I'll push it out to you guys. To join me for 25 days in the Carol's Bible study that is on version. If you don't have version, any smartphone, computer, PC, it doesn't matter what it is. You can, you can do version on any digital device you have. version, Free app you can download. And in that app, there's, a, there's a, uh, a devotional for 25 days called Carol's, which is what we're doing right now. This series that we're doing. You can journey with me and many others in church. On a daily devotional, you get to read a devotional, you get scriptures to go along with it, and then there's this one part that says, talk it over. I really like it. I've been enjoying some of the things people have been saying back, kind of replying back. But I encourage you guys, join with us together for the next, all the way up to Christmas. It's not too late to get started. You can start tomorrow. You can play catch up. You can cram all in or just pick up right at day seven. It doesn't really matter. But join with us. And join into the Carol's devotional because the word of God in us is what sustains us through life. Today, favorite song of all times, Mary Did You Know. That's today's devotional, Mary Did You Know. I love that song. I love now. I remember the song when it was sang by a man back in the 80s, uh, Michael English, and he blew that song up. It's amazing. If you ever get a chance to listen to it, try to find it. Mary, did you know? They go over different carols every day, and they just talk about devotions. So join with me in the carols devotional with you version. We'll send out a link tomorrow. You just click on the link. It signs you right in to the group that's already doing it, 
and we all can do a devotion together. It's a great way for us as a church just to have focus and synergy during this season. So devotion is very important. Reading God's word every day, something, reading something, reading a proverb day. I always say a proverb day keeps the devil away. Whatever the day is, Proverbs, today would be Proverbs 6. You read Proverbs 6 today, and you get that wisdom in you, and you let it flow over you. Why? Because the word of God, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Get the word in you. It'll make you more and more faithful. And this is what Isaiah says. Isaiah gives a promise. He says, when you pass through the waters... When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, I will not, it, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Why? For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. Your what? Your Savior. He's our Savior. And he, calls, he helps us when we feel faithless to become more faithful. Second thought I have for you is this. Is this. Jesus helps us become more joyful. Turn to your neighbor and say, joyful. No, now say the other neighbor. Say, they didn't say it right. This is joyful. Ha! 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 Woo! Joyful. Now, we all, when we hear joyful, that's what we think about. Like, yeah! Joyful. But the joy that I'm talking about today is going to be a bit different, a bit from what the world says is joy. It's going to look a little different. So let me explain. Let me just go look. Galatians chapter 5. It says, the Bible gives us the fruit of the Spirit. Love and joy. Peaceful, patience, and all the others. But joy is actually a fruit of the Spirit. The joy that God gives us is to be something that we grow in our lives. That means joy is not natural it's supernatural just like patience is not a natural thing you have to grow the fruit of the spirit and patience in our lives joy is the same way joy is something that the world has skewed and we in the church even has skewed if people see there, there's there's two different thoughts if I ask somebody, are you joyful, they'll say, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. If I ask somebody, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you, what's your goal in life? I want to I wanna find a, a spouse, and I just want to live happily ever after. And all those who are married go, <laughs> God help you. Happiness seems to be the goal. Happiness seems to be the target. But can I tell you something? Happiness is a moving target. Because the things that make you happy today won't make you happy tomorrow. Don't believe me? Wait until December 25th when your kids get their presents that they have wanted for all this time, and the next day they aren't happy with them. Right? Little brats. That's why you really should give them the, the, just the junkiest toy first <laughs> and say that's it and let them go to bed with that. 
No, joy, happiness, happiness, the moving target, the things that make you happy today, the things you think will make you happy in 10 years from now or 20 years from now, it'll change. It'll evolve. It'll, it'll be something different. The things that you thought would make you happy 10 years ago that you finally got today, that house, not so happy. That car you just had to have because it would make you happy looking cool in, now it's breaking down. It needs, a, needs a, new, uh, a new part on it, a new starter on it, and you're not so happy. Why? Because happiness is a moving target. You never can acquire it. So you say, okay, well, what are you talking about? Happiness is based on the happenstance that's going on in your life. I'm not talking about happiness. That's, that is totally separate. I'm talking about joy. Joy is the fruit of the Spirit. And what joy is, a joy is when you go through hard times, and even though life is not so good, you have this internal, solid foundation inside of you that God is in control, and God has my life, and I'm not going to waver, and I'm not going to fear, I'm not going to falter, I'm going to stand in the joy of the Lord, for it is my strength. So when the doctor calls, and says, you only have so many months to live. Happiness would be totally drained away instantaneously, but the joy of the Lord comes in, and there's a peace that floods over you, and you say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. God, you have me, you care for me, you love me, and even though I walk through dangerous places, and even though I go through rivers and they may overtake me, God, you promise me that they will not. I'll walk through fire. I won't be burnt because you, God, are forever with me. Joy depends on Jesus. Happiness depends on the happenstance of your life. Happiness is constantly evolving. Joy is a steady fruit that grows in your life. Luke chapter 2, there were shepherds out in the field. It says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you what? I bring you good news that will cause what? That will cause what? For all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of God, the great joy that he gives me is knowing that I am his and he is mine. That is the joy of the Lord. So even though I may feel weary or burdened, Jesus helps me become more faithful. Jesus helps me become more joyful. And number three, Jesus helps me to become more triumphant. Sometimes... There's days that I feel triumphant, and there's a lot of days I feel pretty discouraged. Especially with this crazy world we have going on. Days I wake up, I have hope in my heart, and I turn on the news, and there it is gone. Days that I wake up, and relationships are thriving and being healthy, and they're great, and days that they feel challenged and strained don't feel so triumphant. I remember in football with uh, my players and with my teammates, we would play and we always wanted to triumph. We always wanted to victor. But did we? No, we didn't always have victory. We didn't always overcome. But the greatest triumph that I felt like our team ever had was a team that came together and believed as one that we could do something that 
individually we can never accomplish, but co uh, as a core, as a collective group, we could overcome and we could be triumphant. Here's what Isaiah chapter 9 says. It says in Isaiah chapter 9, for to us a child has been born, to us a son is given, the government will be upon his shoulders. And he will be called, say this with me, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And he will be called, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so it goes on to say, it goes on to say this. It says, Of the greatness of his government and the peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteous, righteousness from that time on till forever. Even though you may not feel triumphant today, even though you may feel defeated today, even though you may, the bills may feel like they're overtaking you. Some of you sitting here today, you don't know how you're going to make it through Christmas this year because you've had a job loss or your job has been uh, shut down and on lockdown for this past year. Or maybe, uh, maybe you were laid off because the job couldn't make it. You feel defeated. You feel discouraged. You feel like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through. Others of you here today, your, your relationships, maybe your, a relationship that you once held dear to you is very strained and broken and you're, you, you've lost hope in it. You feel like there's no reason to even carry on. You may today feel like you don't know uh, what that relationship with that boyfriend or girlfriend is like. Maybe you're going through a hard time with your spouse. I don't know what it is for you, but today, though you may feel discouraged, though you may feel defeated, though you may feel like you're never going to overcome, I'm here to tell you, you are triumphant. Pastor Kevin, how can I be triumphant? You just said all the things that I'm going through. You are triumphant because... There was a child. You are triumphant because there was a baby born. You are, you are, don't be deceived by the little one in a manger. See, for far too long, the world underestimated this little baby in a, in a manger. But don't be deceived. He is not just some meek and mild child in a baby in a manger. This is the first and the last, the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. This is the prince of peace, the father, the one who brings joy into our lives. This little one who lays quietly in a manger will overcome the world. He spoke the world into existence, this little one. This little one in a manger is the bread of life and he breaks every chain that the enemy would try to hold against us this little one the enemy underestimated one day he said i could kill him and he'll never have victory again until three days later when he rose again from the grave amen this little one this little baby do not underestimate he is the triumphant king he came first time the first time he came to save the hearts of mankind from the darkness of the world. He did not come to rule as a king. But let me tell you something. He's coming again, and it's going to be a different story that day. It's going to be a life changer. It's going to be an everlasting, eternal difference in this world. You think you know the whole story? We don't know the story. I feel defeated, but man, I got somebody who's got my back. 
And he is the triumphant one. He is the overcoming one. I can't do it. I can't overcome death, hell, and the grave. But I have one who's in my corner who did and will in my life. Oh, I'm preaching today. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. I bring nothing to the table. brings the victory. Revelation says, speaking of triumphant, 19, Revelations 19, 11 and 16 says this. It says, I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a blazing fire, and his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but himself. I don't know what that name is, but man, it's got to be powerful. It says the armies of heaven were following him, riding on the white horse, dressed in fine linens, white and clean. It says in verse 15, out of his mouth came a sharp sword to which he strike down the nations. He will rule with an iron scepter. He will tread on the winepress of fury and the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, his name is written, King of kings and Lord of lords. I am not triumphant, but I ride with one who is. I have nothing. I think about that day. I think about that day whenever, whenever we as Christ followers, we are coming and we are fighting in this battle that we won't even have to lift a sword for. For why? The one who is in front is the triumphant one. The baby ain't no baby anymore. The baby is the king of kings. That means he's over every king that ever was. He is the Lord of lords over every Lord there ever was. He is the triumphant one. And I ride with him. Mm. Jesus helps me be more faithful. Jesus helps me be more joyful. And Jesus gives me every bit of triumph I have in my life. Bow your heads with me today. Father, challenge us when we feel discouraged, when we feel weary and burdened. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to, to trust you. Help us, God, to be able to, to know that you are with us even through the darkest of times. God, when the world hits us hard and whenever life situations hits us hard and God, whenever we feel like we can't open our eyes in the morning to get out of bed and move on because we're so discouraged, we're so de depressed, help us, God, to carry on with you. Oh, come, all ye faithful, 
joyful. Thank you, God, through Christ and Christ alone. I am triumphant in you, Jesus. I have nothing to bring to the table to fight and to fight, except here I am. And Jesus, you take who I am. You take who we are. You take all of our failures, all of our shortcomings, all of our things, and you nail them to the cross. You pierce them, and you, God, you, you cover them with your blood, and you overcome them because your victory is my victory. So we come, and we love you today. We love you because you first loved us. where you don't have the hope, you don't have the joy, you don't have uh, the things that you need because you feel defeated. I'm here to tell you, Jesus is the one that you need to forgive you of your sins, to give you hope, to give you future. And right there where you're at, with your head bowed and your eyes closed, is as simple as acknowledging that you need this Savior. You need this baby in your life, this triumphant King of Kings. You need in your life. And so right there where you're at, with your head bowed, all you have to do is very simply say, Jesus, forgive me. Here I am. I need you. I need you in my life. Help me to walk with you every day. Help me to surrender my life to you so that I can be triumphant with you. For those else of you that are here today, for those of us that are Christ followers, can we just... Can we just lift our hands all across this place and just lift them up high? Can you just tell him how much you love him today and how grateful you are for his triumph, for his victory that he gives you? God, we don't deserve it. We don't deserve your love. We don't deserve your faithfulness. We don't deserve all the great things you do. But thank you for loving us and thank you for making us triumphant, not through our own energy, not through what we do, but Jesus, what you have done on the cross and one day what you will do again when you return and when you take and you, God, you don't come as a baby anymore. You come back as the King of kings and Lord of lords. God, we want to be there. We want to be a part of that day. We want to be celebrating with you, loving you and thanking you for the amazing victories you've given us in our lives. Can we sing that again, Oh, come, let us adore him? Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. 
so worthy. Can we give him a round of applause today? Let's thank you for his worthiness. Thank you, God, for being with us today. May you continue to encourage us through this season. Let us be reminded that you are everything we ever can need. And this season is really all about you. So just be with us, I pray. Keep your hand upon us until we come together again. And uh, God, thank you so much for your goodness in our lives. And everybody said, amen. You've been listening to a ministry of Crossview Church in Keokuk, Iowa with Pastor Kevin Hardcastle. For more information about service times and activities, visit our website, crossviewkeokuk.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.